0: Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Scott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as we look it back at Cornell 6-1 thumping of Union in ECAC hockey action on Friday night. At And it was a complete domination by Cornell. And, of course, going into this game, uh, the storyline was the uh, reunion of the Tupkers, the twins. Uh, Ben for Union, Zach for Cornell. Of course, Ben and uh, Zach played at Cornell together for a couple of seasons. uh, And Ben decided to transfer uh, in the offseason, and then he came to Union. Uh, But uh, another person who went through the transfer portal stole the show. And that was former Union forward Gabriel Seeger, who returned to Messer Rink for the first time. Uh, he ended the transfer portal at the end of last season and ended up at Cornell. And, of course, it, is, it seems like a strange thing to say, but it appeared to be a trade between Union and Cornell uh, with Union getting Ben Tupker and uh, Cornell getting uh, Gabriel Seeger. Well, Seeger uh, had an outstanding night against his former team, getting a goal and two assists to lead uh, the Big Red to the victory. It uh, just was a dominating performance by Cornell. Uh, perfect on the power play, two for two. Perfect on the penalty kill, five for five, including killing a two-man advantage uh, that Union had in the second period. And just they, they thoroughly dominated uh, the Dutchman. It was just a, a clinic out there. And Union shows that it needs a lot of work. And, and, and for the fifth time this season, uh, goaltender Connor Murphy was pulled uh, from the uh, the game. Uh, of course, twice he that he was pulled because of injury, but tonight was more performance based. Uh, not most of the goals, not really his fault, but a couple of were, including the one by Seeger, where uh, a power play goal by Seeger in the second, late in the second period, uh, came six seconds after uh, a union penalty on um, John Prokof for tripping. Uh, it was a shot from the high slot that uh, Sam uh, Malinsky took. Seeger was down low in the slot. Got a stick on it. It hit the left post, and it started trickling toward the net. Um, Connor Murphy tried to get his stick on it, but instead he knocked it into the net. And at that point, that made the game 5-1. to And then Jack Malone getting his second goal of the game later uh, with about 119 left in the second. And that was basically all she wrote. Uh, It was a matter of just playing out the third period uh, with Kyle Chauvet, Chauvet in goal. Um, I asked uh, Josh Halji about this goaltending situation going into the game against Cornell It's Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock, and you'll get his answer uh, when you hear him on the uh, uh, postgame podcast. But let's go through the scoring quickly. Um, Cornell got on the board a minute 32 into the game with Sebastian Durbin, scored from the high slot, beating Murphy uh, six side. Looked like uh, Murphy was screened on the play. Uh, Seager sent the pass to uh, Durvin. Uh, Dover moved a little bit to his left and put the shot on beat. Murphy stick side, uh, with 5:25 left. Um, Tim Rigo put a, a wrap around past uh, Murphy, and that made it two nothing. And then Seeger assisted on Ben Barard's uh, goal with a minute three left in the first period. Cornell's up uh, three to nothing. Union with just three shots on goal in that first period. And they just didn't look like they were afraid to play out there. Well, afraid it may not be the right word. Yeah. Well, maybe it is a little bit. Um, you'll hear Josh Hodge talk about uh, the first period as well. And Union really played a, a pretty good second period. They, they had a little more jump in their uh, uh, legs. And, you know, they said they had a two-man advantage on the power play. Uh, Josh Nixon got robbed on a uh, run one-timer uh, down low by uh, goaltender Ian Shane during that two-man advantage. Uh Union did get a goal from Owen Ferris uh with 6:58 left to uh cut uh Cornell's lead to 3-1. But then two straight power play goals uh by one by Jack Malone at 16:01 and then 28 seconds later Seeger with his power play goal and then Malone wrapped it up uh with a shot that could have been stopped by Murphy. Uh, it was a shot from the slot, uh, not screened at all and uh, beat Murphy stick side, and uh, that made it six to one. And like I said, we just played out the third period. Uh, it was a quick pace third period, just to get the game over with. And uh, yeah, so it was a. Like I said, Cornell just looked like the usual self. Um, a lot of speed. Um, and once they had the lead, they just protected it well in the third period. Uh, and as I mentioned, the, uh, the story of the game was uh, going into the game anyway was was the tw- these up um, Quinn twins. They both started. Um, uh, Zach took the face off. Uh, ben did not. Uh, we were, I was sort of hoping for that. And I, I kidded with Mike Schaefer afterwards. I would have made even more drama having Gabriel Seager uh, start the game, but that wasn't going to be the case. But uh, yeah, Cornell comes out with a 6-1 victory. Now let's start with uh, the interviews, um, post-game interviews. Let's start with uh, the winning team, Cornell, with uh, head coach Mike Schaefer, uh, Gabriel Seeger and uh, – Zach Tupker, when, uh, first uh, Seager, who I hoped I had hoped to talk to earlier this week, but he had declined. Um, was a little worried about maybe he wouldn't talk, but I think with the performance he had tonight, he came down to the media session and was um, you know, very uh, open uh, about uh, the game tonight. And uh, here's what he had to say. Start with you, you Gabriel. Um, your thoughts coming back here and the game you had?
1: Obviously, it's a special place to come. Play out, uh, but I think before the game, you just have to see as any other game. It's a big, big league game, so just treat as a normal game. But obviously, I know a lot of guys in I Union still, so special feeling. But uh, it's could come come out with a W.
0: The handshake line looked to be special out of your, your former teammates. are hugging, uh, giving you a hug. What, what was said and what was that that like? Was that emotional?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Obviously, I spent three years here, so I had a lot of good relationships. Uh, There's probably 12 or 15 of them played play tonight, so a lot of them were my classmates coming in too, so I've been through a lot together, but it's just good to see them for a little bit. I know I
0: was hoping to talk to you earlier in the week, but uh, was it a tough decision to leave here after being here three years?
1: Uh, I don't know if I can say that. It it's not. It was not an easy decision at all. Uh, there was a lot of factors played in, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. To that I yeah. to say. Yeah.
0: To get a goal and two assists
1: here, yeah, what does that mean to you? Honestly, it feels good to score some points, but the team came out with a W. Is the biggest part. Uh, nice to be back in the goal column, though. But yeah, they didn't. Not too much, honestly.
0: Zach, yeah. exactly we we. The story of the week was you and your, your brother, obviously, you know, facing off against each other. But to have Gabriel come in here and do what he did, what does that mean to the team? And, and to, what do you think?
2: About yeah, it's huge. I mean, uh, Cece stepped in, like, on ice, off ice, and locker room. Great guy to have on the team. Um, obviously, not you like, how, how good of a player he is. But, I mean, he's showing up every into the day. He's. Uh, it's great to compete against another center like that, you know, just work on faceoffs, work on little stuff. So, it's been a big part of our team. Really happy uh, happy to have him.
0: Was it special to start against your brother there? I was uh, The only thing I was hoping Mike would do was uh, have Gabriel start on this at the open face. I wasn't
3: going to be that satisfaction.
0: <laughs> I was going with the brother.
3: Bigger storyline. <laughs> That's
2: fair.
0: But, you know, what was it like to, to play against
3: him? It was
2: cool. It's nice to just kind of get that first shift out of the way. Um, after that, it's just like a normal game, just like, you know, any other college hockey game, right? But, uh, Definitely, uh, definitely cool to uh up get brother for a uh, shift.
0: Mike, uh, just talk about what Gabriel... Can you, see, can you guys the, 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 let them go? Yeah, they can go. Thank, yeah, thanks. Guys, guys. Cool. Yeah, cool. Thank, thank you. Stretch yeah. with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good seeing good see you, man. Thanks appreciate again. I right. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Makes these guys go out before you can talk about it. What does it mean for, for Gabriel tonight uh, to have that kind of performance here at his old uh, stomping grounds? i think
3: you know him. he's one of the most humble kids that i've i've coached um he's really appreciative of his time here you asked for quite it was a difficult decision obviously as he answered to leave uh union and come back to uh and, and depart i mean he's, i said there a lot of factors played into it but um as he answered it you know yeah, i know it had to be a little bit special come back playing against teammates but then once the game got going it, yeah it just kind of rolled from there so but he's humble he's very grateful um you know just seeing him he's a great student walk down shake hands with your college president here you know just kind of shows you the kind of he's a good person um, and on the flip side of it Ben ben tucker is that same kind of guy like great locker room guy very focused works hard good hockey player you know he, he comes over here he's got a c on his jersey you know and it shows you kind of you know leadership capabilities that he has, much like his brother. I mean, it's so it's uh, um, you know, so so I'm sure it was uh, special for all three of those guys to play tonight.
0: You guys get out that three nothing league in the first period. Union gets the goal there in the second. Then you just took control, two power play goals, and then that just basically you just you know were able to coast. It was, I'm it was, it was, it was pleased with you with the effort tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I did like how we played at three. Uh, they they had some pushback
3: at the start of the second and. Uh, We didn't respond very well, Um, and also when the 3-1 went, uh, you know, I I thought that uh, uh, capitalized the two power plays that we got, scored quickly on them, and and, uh, uh, I think that's what your power play has to do. It's more than about percentages, it's about the timeliness of, of power play goals, and so we had some big kills, and then we ended up getting the the goals on the power
0: play, and I, th- I thought that was uh, probably the difference in the game. Yeah, of course you had the kill the two man advantage too, which probably was a big factor. Yeah,
3: Ian made a huge save, and the the kid saucered it back door, mm-hmm. you know, which obviously gives the goaltender time to get there, and tough play to score on, but you know, uh, I thought Ian coming across the crease and, and took away the lower part of the net and made a huge save for save for. It. So that was uh, uh, that was said. That's what
0: he's been doing for us. Uh, you know, all season long. And now let's hear from the union side, head coach, Josh Halji and captains, Owen Ferris and Ben Tupker. I mean, obviously the storyline going into this game was the Tupker reunion, but Gabriel Seager comes in um, and steals the show with a goal and two assists me. How tough was it to see a former Dutchman come in here and do what he did?
2: I, I mean, I think that, you know, it, it's tough. Anytime we get scored on, it doesn't, you know, Whatever player it is. Um, at, at the end of the day, I, I like the guys in our locker room and excited about him. If he didn't want to be here, I mean, wish him nothing but the best, but, you know, we got the group that we have and and I'll, and I'll, and I'll go to battle with him any day.
0: Oh, and you're obviously a forward teammate of his. You know, your thoughts about tonight? Uh,
2: I would just
3: echo the same message. Obviously, it's tough uh, no matter who sick it goes off of and you know, not, not the result we wanted
1: tonight, um, but we got another one tomorrow.
0: I ask you, Josh, the effort tonight, it looked like it was tough out there. The first period we down 3 nothing, and then they get three late goals pretty quickly. It's just what happened. Why well, I thought the first period, I
2: thought we were a little timid in our play, um, just not, you know, like they're, they're a big, physical, hard team, and they came at us, and I do not think we handled it the best. Um, you know, that first goal is off a deflection, and it kind of brought us down. Um, then the second, I was actually the first 13 minutes extremely pleased with our effort. Um, you know, there's the review and the timeout there, and, and I just didn't think we responded. They obviously, you know, got got three there in the last six minutes and 58 seconds, and um, you know, our, we got to be better on special teams. We had some power plays we didn't finish, or penalty kills gotta gotta be a little bit better.
0: Ben, obviously you played for Cornell, you know what the, how how they play because you played part of that. How tough was it to see what they did tonight against you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, like Coach said, I thought first, first of the game, I thought we took it to them and did exactly what we needed to. We kind of let our foot off the gas in certain instances, and that's what cost us. So, um, you know, we, we know what we have to do differently next time we play them, and um, I'm sure we'll bring it.
0: Oh, and there's a lot of, at the handshake line, a lot of guys hugging uh, Seager after the game. Was there anything said to him or just uh, in that line?
3: Uh, no, I mean, he's a guy that I've known for three years while I was here. Um, just wish him all the best, best of the rest of the season, and tomorrow night. Um, no, just
1: pleasantries, but uh, you know, nothing serious.
0: Josh, um, fifth time this season that uh, Connor's been pulled, obviously, two of them were injury related, but uh, what do you think his status is for tomorrow? I mean, have you what the, uh,
2: Connor's 100% yeah. starting tomorrow. He's our guy, he, he's a stud. Uh, he'll be lights out tomorrow.
0: It was just a matter of just getting mad at there because of the way that game was. Out there. Yeah, I mean. there there is
2: no reason at, at that point at six one. Um, you know, Kyle's you know showing you know glimpses of being a really good capable goaltender. That'd be a good experience. For him to get some more minutes. Um, but Connor's our guy, and he'll be in that tomorrow.
0: Obviously, the quick turnaround. How do you think that's going to affect this team? Is it, it help? Does it help in a way to forget about this game that that much sooner?
2: I mean, we won't forget about it, but it we I. I want the puck to drop right now. I'm ready for these guys to go. Um, we'll have some meetings in the morning, and then we're going to get after it. a
0: hey, look at my three stars of the game. Number three star, Ben uh, Barrar with a goal and an assist. Uh, Jack Malone, the number two star with a pair of goals and the number one star, without question, Gabriel Seeger with a goal and um, two assists. Also should mention he was on the face-off strong. Again, he was always a strong face-off guy for Union. Uh, tonight against uh uh, against Union. Seeger was 14 of 18. So, uh, good job by uh, Gabriel Seeger. Uh, other games around ECAC hockey on Friday uh, RPI snapped a four game losing streak with a 5 3 victory over Colgate. Uh, the, the Engineers trailed 2 to 1 heading into the third period. Jacob Lee tied it 2 17 into the third. And then Austin Heideman scored back to back goals, including a, a power play goal to made it 3 2 and the eventual game winner. Uh, at 6.59 to the third. Uh, Ryan McGuire got Colgate within one midway through the third, but uh, Lee's second goal of the period with 52.1 seconds left uh, wrapped that one up. Uh, Down at Princeton, the Tigers celebrated 100 years of Hobie Baker Rink. I have a lot of memories about Hobie Baker Rink. Probably not none of them good (laughs) because that's one of the colder rinks in uh, college hockey. I remember one time uh, running down to the... uh, Union locker room, and I could – my feet were about to break. It was so – my feet were so cold. It was just unbelievable. Uh, I remember there was one time it was 50 degrees outside, and it was still uh, freezing cold inside uh, Hobie Baker rank. Well, Princeton uh, hosted Harvard uh, in the uh, game, and Princeton looked good. They scored the first three goals, all of them in the second period, and they took a 3-0 lead into the third. Uh, Harvard came back starting with a goal by Matthew Coronado with 8.02 to go. And then uh, Joe Miller scored with uh, 2.36 left. And then 16 seconds later, Coronado scored again to tie it, sending the game into overtime, where Alex Lafayette scored with 26.1 seconds left in overtime to give Harvard the 4-3 victory, a tough loss indeed for the Tigers. Elsewhere, uh, Quinnipiac shut out Dartmouth 3-0, and Yale, Uh, nearly pulled off an upset against eighth-ranked Merrimack. Uh, The Bulldogs had a 3-1 lead, but Merrimack rallied to tie it, and that game ended in a 3-3 tie. We don't care about the shootout. The shootouts and non-conference play don't mean a thing. Uh, Saturday afternoon, the schedule, or Saturday, not just afternoon, of course, the evening games, but we have two afternoon games. Uh, Obviously, we mentioned the Colgate Union game starting at 4. Clarkson has a non-conference game at Holy Cross at the same time. Uh, The game of the night. Will be uh, Harvard at Quinnipiac at seven o'clock. Uh, the top two teams in ECAC hockey are probably headed for a showdown in Lake Placid for the uh, championship. Uh, that should be a good one uh, Saturday night in uh, Hamden. Princeton will host Dartmouth. Uh, Cornell goes to RPI. Uh, a couple of non-conference games. St. Lawrence hosts Niagara in a uh, back-to-back game. Uh, St. Lawrence was out in Niagara on Thursday and dropped a four-three decision. Uh, that game was a makeup from earlier in the season when uh, the game was postponed because of the blizzard that uh, the Western New York area got hit with. And then uh, Merrimack will take on Brown uh, at uh, North Andover, Massachusetts. That's your Saturday uh, college hockey schedule involving ECAC hockey teams. Well, if any uh, questions or comments about the uh, podcast, questions about Union College hockey, uh, you can email me at at shots. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com. And you can follow my coverage on uh, Union Hockey or Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Saturday from um, the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York. Good night. Good hockey.